Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Please join me in the words of Psalm 68. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let those who hate him flee before him. Let them vanish like smoke when the wind drives it away. As the wax melts at the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. Let them also be merry and joyful. Sing to God, sing praises to his name. Exalt him who rides upon the heavens. Yahweh is his name. Rejoice before him. Father of orphans, defender of widows, God in his holy habitation. God gives the solitary a home and brings forth prisoners into freedom, but the rebels shall live in dry places. O God, when you went forth before your people, when you marched through the wilderness, the earth shook and the skies poured down rain at the presence of God, the God of Sinai, at the presence of God, the God of Israel. You sent a gracious rain, O God, upon your inheritance. You refreshed the land when it was weary. Your people found their home in it. In your goodness, O God, you have made provision for the poor. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord. He rides in the heavens, the ancient heavens. He sends forth his voice, his mighty voice. Ascribe power to God. His majesty is over Israel. His strength is in the skies. How wonderful is God in his holy places. The God of Israel giving strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the apostles had come together, they asked Jesus, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This is Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they had entered the city, they went to the room upstairs where they were staying, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer together with certain women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We respond together in the words of Canticle 9. Surely it is God who saves me. I will trust in him and not be afraid. For the Lord is my stronghold and my sure defense, and he will be my savior. 
Therefore you shall draw water with rejoicing from the springs of salvation. And on that day you shall say, Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make his deeds known among the peoples. See that they remember that his name is exalted. Sing the praises of the Lord, for he has done great things, and this is known in all the world. Cry aloud, inhabitants of Zion, ring out your joy, for the Great One in the midst of you is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of John. Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son so that the Son may glorify you. Since you have given him authority over all people to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence, with the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me, I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you. And they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our strong rock and redeemer. Amen. Good morning, friends. On my mind this week has been those wonderful words from our burial rite in the Episcopal tradition, those words from Job. As for me, I know that my redeemer lives And that at the last he will stand upon the earth and in my body I shall see God and know him as my friend and not a stranger. Know him as my friend and not a stranger. One of the things about friends and people who are in our intimate circle is that we know them not so much with our heads but with our hearts was reading a book this week and he said no one would mistake our relationship with our spouse or our child for being able to check off a list of 
characteristics. That's not how we know people. We know people primarily with our hearts. And if it involves our hearts, it involves love. In today's gospel reading, as Jesus is praying to God the Father before he leaves the disciples, he says, eternal life. Eternal life is actually knowing God. Knowing God. And in that knowing, just like with our friends and our intimates, it involves love. For God, the source of Jesus, the source of life, the source of everything we know, of everything that has been created, it all comes back to that great source of love. So isn't that amazing good news? We spend so much time thinking about what is this idea of eternal life and where will it be and how will it be and what will it look like? And those are all really good questions. But Jesus answers it for us right here this morning in the simplest, the simplest way. Eternal life is to know God and to know him as a friend and not as a stranger. I was very moved thinking about this because in this time when we are physically separated from one another, the way that we share our love with one another and keep those connections alive is really challenged. I've heard from so many of you about how you long to hug your grandchildren. That's how you show your love. Well, that's one of the ways you show your love for them and they for you. The simplest, most human way that we all need is that touch, which we can't do right now. But if we reframe this situation and think about how we know and love those we care about, it opens up the opportunity to see how God also loves us. Perhaps it's now with our voices over the phone. Perhaps it's sharing a particular story with that grandchild about something that you know they love. Maybe it's watching a TV show that you would never watch, but you know it's something important to them, and then you can talk with them about what happened with this character or what happened with that character or why did so-and-so do this or that, and you can laugh together so many ways that our knowing of one another, our connection to one another can be revealed and enhanced and deepened. A funny example, just at my house, um, I'm not a big fan of leftovers. My whole life we did not grow up eating a lot of leftovers. It just wasn't a thing in our family. Um, so I'm just not creative or thoughtful or even really interested in leftovers. But of course, that had to change given where we are now. And my daughter, who's sheltering in place with me, uh, 
was so delighted the other day to say, Mom, look what you've done. You've turned into the leftover queen. You can make something out of nothing. You can take five ingredients and turn them into something new. So again, it wasn't really about the leftovers. It was about her knowing me and watching a transformation in me, albeit a small one, but watching a small transformation in the way I looked at the world and looked at the things that were in our refrigerator and lovingly prepared a meal for the two of us to eat. So the invitation today in our coronavirus world, just in this week, is to think about the people you know and love and come up with a creative way to let them know how much you love them, how much you see them, and how much you care about them, even though the normal and usual ways to do that for many of us are impossible right now. And the source, the source of that creativity for yourselves is actually this love that God has for us and pours out all the time. This eternal life is all the time. It's not something in the future to be hoped for. To know God, to have a relationship with God, to be in prayer to God, trusting that the love is un conditional. All we need do is turn and run towards him. It's not an earned love. It's just God's delight in each one of us because he knows us from the tip top of our heads to our toes and everything that's in our hearts. And just to end, remember Remember that story, one of our favorite stories from the Bible, the story that we call the prodigal son. It's actually not really a story about the sons. The sons are in the story, the older son, of course, the one that many of us relate to, the younger son who many of us relate to. But the story is really about the father. The story is about that love, that unconditional love that God that is that God pours out for both of his sons for each one of us his sons and his daughters that's the invitation for the source of our love for the source and the creativity and the abundance that's available to us that we can then pour out for other people so my hope and my prayer this week for each one of us is that we can bask in that prodigious love that's poured out for us completely unearned. God so loved the world that he gave his son to come and be with us as the embodiment of that love. And in today's story, as John tells it, Jesus is going to return to the Father. This past week was the Feast of the Ascension, um, and the earlier reading, the Acts reading, talks about that, that thing that happened, where Jesus 
appeared to just ascend into heaven and everybody stood there and looked up because, of course, we would look up. It would be a wild thing to see. But the angels who are passing by looked at the disciples and they said, why are you looking up there? So that's the question for us that Jesus answers. Why are we looking up there for eternal life? Why are we looking someplace else for eternal life? He tells us, he tells it plain, which he doesn't do very often. Eternal life is to know God here and now, as close as your next breath, as mysterious as the faraway heavens, but as close as your next breath, as close as the people you love, the ways they're reaching out to you, and the ways you reach out to them. So may we bask in that truth today, my friends. God is love, the source of all love, the important transforming power of the world is love. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray in the words our Savior Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. The Collect for this Sunday, the seventh Sunday of Easter. O God, the King of glory, you have exalted your only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph to your kingdom in heaven. Do not leave us comfortless, but send us your Holy Spirit to strengthen us and exalt us to that place where our Savior Christ has gone before, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, 
in glory everlasting. Amen. O God, you make us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of your Son, our Lord. Give us this day such blessing through our worship of you that the week to come may be spent in your favor. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Please join me in a prayer for this season of illness and isolation, praying together in hope to God for healing and comfort. God of the present moment, God who in Jesus stills the storm and soothes the frantic heart, bring hope and courage to all who wait or work in uncertainty. Bring hope that you will make them the equal of whatever lies ahead. Bring them courage to endure what cannot be avoided. For your will is health and wholeness. You are God, and we need you. Amen. We pray for those on our parish prayer list. Edith, Susie and Ellie, Edie, Barbara, Arlie, Matthew, Colby, Jean, Jane, Sandra, Daniela, Michael, Mart, Scott, Matt, Charlie, Nigel, Christine, Ryan and Kim, Greg, Linda and John, Shannon, Lydia, Bill, Paul, Ruth Alice, Ellen, Will, Peter, Nancy, Marjorie, Larry, Vic, Robert, Audrey, Doug, Susan, Mary Sue and Charles, Isabel, Christina, Sergio, Tom, Joan, Carolyn, Margot, Jenna, James, Betty Ann, Barbara, Sue, Justin, Jim and Deborah, and all those you name now. We pray for those who have died, especially Ariel Young, whose memorial service was held on Friday. Are there others? May they rest in peace in God's loving embrace. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified. Receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you. Through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.
Good morning, my friends. We find ourselves here on the seventh Sunday of the Easter season. Next week will be Pentecost, uh, the day when we celebrate the birthday of the church and the arrival of the Holy Spirit, who is ever-present. Time is not linear in God's economy, but, uh, but always. But we make a point of celebrating that fire that was lit on over the heads of the believers on that day, that uh, fire that animates our life together as the body of Christ in the world, even today. So I invite you to join us next week for some fire and, uh, and Pentecost singing and celebration. Right after this service today uh, at 1045, we invite you to our Zoom coffee hour. Um, Zoom assures us that things are things are fixed. Last week was a little uh, was a little bit of technology breakdown, um, but it's amazing that we are able to join together in this way, although it is imperfect, uh, to make our connections with one another, uh, to remind ourselves of how much we love one another and what great friends we have and what great friends we are, friends with Jesus and friends with one another. So I encourage you to find that link in yesterday's window and join us for virtual coffee hour. Again, I miss you. Um, Our bishops have announced that there will be no in-person worship or gathering until at least July 1st. So we are at this for, um, for at least another few weeks and very grateful for your encouragement and your notes and your calls. Um, Please remember to pass the peace with one another um, in any ways uh, that you can safely do. Um, And don't forget to send in your pledge payment and consider perhaps making a special gift to Trinity to help support your church in this time when things are different and we can't, um, we can't raise money or have the rental income and all of a number of different categories that we rely upon for our budget. So please be generous uh, with your love and with your gifts. And as we say every week, we are blessed. We are so blessed in this community uh, with so many things. And we're blessed as human beings for our, for our lives that come from that source, that source of love and life. So let us pray together in the words of the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. My friends, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.